0: Hello, welcome to PMM Insight, a plastics, machinery, and manufacturing podcast. This is an episode of PMM Perspective, our top story of the month. I am your host, Bruce Geiselman. This edition of PMM Insight is based on Plastics Machinery and Manufacturing's fifth annual machine buying survey. The article appearing in the January 2024 issue of Plastics Machinery and Manufacturing is headlined, Cautious Optimism on the Horizon, Plastics OEMs, Processors, Look to 2024 Equipment Investments. It was reported by Lynn Sherwin, Karen Hanna, and me, Bruce Geiselman. The past four years have buffeted the plastics industry between a global pandemic that lifted some boats while sinking others, an ongoing labor shortage, and an economic landscape that hasn't always followed traditional contours. For 2024, cautious optimism is a refrain among OEMs, processors, and industry experts, a hope that business might be gradually returning to normal, or whatever normal looks like now. Plastics Machinery and Manufacturing's fifth annual survey of machinery investment plans, conducted in October, reflects this. In last year's survey with recession fears, lack of workers, and supply chain kinks on processors' minds, only 44% thought their business would improve in 2023, and 43% expected it to remain the same. This year's survey showed a little more optimism, with 56% saying they expect 2024 to be better than 2023, and 31% believing business will be about the same. 61% of respondents plan to invest in primary processing equipment in 2024, down from 66% in 2023. Expansion of manufacturing capacity is the main reason, cited by 85% of those who plan to buy, while 51% say they are replacing existing equipment, and 15% are adding new processing capabilities. Half of respondents say they plan to spend more than last year, but most are not making large expenditures. 58% of those buying new primary equipment will spend less than $1 million. Survey respondents who employ injection molding, number just over half at 52%, mold or tool making or repair, 24%, recycling, 22%, additive manufacturing 3D printing, 19%, blow molding, 13%, pipe, profile, or tube extrusion, 13%, Film or sheet extrusion, 11%, compounding, 11%, thermoforming, 7%, and rotomolding, 2%. Respondents could choose more than one process. Looking at the survey results and his own research, Perk Pineda, chief economist for the Plastics Industry Association, also known as Plastics, was one of those using the term cautious optimism citing that under-$1 million figure for primary equipment expenditures. But it's still a good indication, and perhaps the reason for this is there's probably a proclivity to invest more in auxiliary equipment as opposed to the primary equipment. But it's not really expected that would follow a straight line upward or downward moving forward, he said. That's also reflected in PMM's survey results. 68% of respondents said they're planning to invest in auxiliary equipment, not including automation, and 81% of those say it's to expand manufacturing capacity. 27% plan to spend more than $100,000. Too much capacity, not enough growth. One factor dampening sales of primary equipment is that many processors bought machines in the last three years to meet pandemic-driven demands. Now some of those machines are underutilized or even sitting idle. We have a tremendous overcapacity situation in plastics right now, said consultant and analyst Lori Harbor, president of Harbor Results, in the December 14th episode of PMM Insight podcast. Harbor Results recently gathered data from around 150 small and mid-sized molders and found they were operating at about 60% utilization on a five-day, 24-hour shift pattern. There's thousands and thousands of molders, and when you look across that base, there's a real struggle to fill capacity. And volumes are down right now, not just in automotive, but appliances and all the things that went crazy in COVID. Things that were sort of discretionary, but we uh, had this extra money to spend on it, have now dropped down, Harbour said. My biggest request from clients right now is help me find new customers. Help me find where I can go fill my capacity, she said. Harbour believes processors will mostly be investing in machinery for replacement and repair for a few years until the economy finally returns to some normal I don't know what normal is anymore, but some normal level, she said. Pineda predicted a continued crawl to a low level of growth considering the uncertainty in the economy, lingering fears of a recession, and month-to-month ups and downs in the industry. Everything will depend on how this ongoing economic climate morphs into the next six months or 12 months, he said. More than half of respondents to PMM's survey said labor issues, 54%, and the state of the economy, 58%, had a negative effect on their business in 2023. Supply chain problems negatively affected 44% of respondents, resin shortages and prices, 31%. Processors Offer Perspectives Mel O'Leary Jr., president and CEO of Meredith Springfield Associates, a Ludlow, Massachusetts, blow molding operation, spoke to PMM a year ago to give his perspective as part of the fourth annual survey. At that time, he said he was running as if the economy were in recession, and he expected business in 2023 to remain at about the same level as the second half of 2022. Our business unfolded as we predicted, up about 6% for 23 over 22, but not for the reasons we based our budgets on, he said in November, when asked to look back on that prediction. Sales were down with some of the company's legacy accounts, while other customers right-sized their inventories. But, he said, we did have a surge of new business from new clients and packaging and medical spaces that we didn't see coming in 22. Those sales offset the gap and contributed to our overall sales growth, thankfully. He reported a slight but steady upward trend from legacy accounts beginning in the third quarter of 2023. And although he expects another minor downturn before business returns to pre-pandemic levels, I hate to parrot the term, but cautiously optimistic well describes our overall outlook for 24. he said. He plans to invest in auxiliary and automation equipment in 2024. Brian Hofbauer, director of engineering for Blowmolder Pinnacle Plastics Products in Bowling Green, Ohio, said it's hard to predict the road ahead. Some customers delayed or reduced orders in early 2023, which he believes was partly due to interest rates and inflation, as well as weather factors, since Pinnacle makes equipment for outdoor activities like pools and ice rinks. Other major industries the company serves include medical, automotive, construction, and wastewater removal. Overall, I think 2024 is going to be a tough year, he said, with the economy still somewhat unstable and the election in the fall, I think everyone's going to be in a wait-and-see mode. Pinnacle investment plans to include a new granulator and feeder conveyor, machine controllers, and possibly automation equipment. OEMs offer mixed outlooks for 2024. Among machinery manufacturers, expectations for the year ahead ranged across the board. Some say they think high interest rates and the economy will continue to drag down sales while others see some daylight. Globally, we're seeing the same type of recession activity that everyone else is seeing, said Bob Martin, Senior Vice President of Global Sales for Krauss Mafi. He still expects 2024 to be one of the company's strongest years. It appears, and it has been reported, that 2024 will be initially a continuation of challenged capital expenditure spends. But there seems to be great opportunity in the global extrusion and RPM, reaction process machinery, business, and a steady IMM in medical and automotive with a recovery from the US UAW work stoppages, he said. Entech, which makes twin screw extruders, anticipates a slow start to the year and is being conservative on revenue projections. It would be fantastic if we're reading the signs incorrectly. However, we're expecting a softer-than-desired year, said Linda Campbell, Vice President of Sales. Absolute high TN saw slower sales in 2023 than during the record years of 2020 to 2022, as excess capacity and higher interest rates delayed some investments, said co-owner Glenn Froering. But the third quarter showed improvement, and he expects the upward trend to continue in 2024. Daniel Genois, president of Genois Inc., said he expects a challenging environment in Europe and South America, but he hopes that North America and Asian sales of the company's extrusion and recycling equipment can help fill the gap. Charlie Martin, president of extruder maker Leistrich, thinks it will be a middle-of-the-road year with the sales of twin screw extruders down, but customers are showing interest in stringing together different extruders in one system and integrating twin screw extruders into Coex Coextruder film and sheet systems. Echoing Pineda's statement and the PMM survey responses that many processors are interested in auxiliary equipment, Sam Reykjavik, vice president of sales and marketing for Conair, sees a strong year ahead. We find that processors are continuing to invest in projects and systems, and that demand and bookings across our product range are solid, he said. I think that the industry is still catching up with some pent-up demand resulting from the supply chain shocks that delayed equipment deliveries into 2023. After an interesting and somewhat challenging 2023, Jim Healy, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for automation provider Sepro America, also used the phrase cautiously optimistic. Economic factors in play. Healy anticipates a rebound in the second half of 2024 with a boost coming from the return of NPE in May and potentially a reduction in interest rates that will encourage businesses to invest. I don't think there's any question that high interest rates are affecting purchasing decisions. This has led our customers to delay capital equipment decisions, taking a more of a wait-and-see approach instead, we hope falling interest rates, which we anticipate starting in Q1 2024, will change that dynamic, he said. Other OEM representatives, including Genois, Charlie Martin, and Campbell, echoed Healy's assessment that inflation and high interest rates have discouraged investment in equipment. Pineda said that burden tends to fall more heavily on smaller companies. Those who have good free cash flow... They don't have that issue of financing, he said. But if you look at small companies, even medium sized companies, that would have to tap the credit markets quite frequently, be it to refinance their inventory or whatever the case may be, then it is an issue. He recently analyzed financial reports from 11 publicly traded companies around the plastics industry, including machinery manufacturers, processors, and mold makers, and for some, the amount they spent on interest had not changed. But for others, interest expenses have increased. For one company, it had nearly doubled year over year from the second quarter of 2022 to 2023. So it boils down to initial conditions really matter when the economy slows down, he said. That partly explains why some businesses continue to make money during the downside cycle of the economy. Fro-Ring acknowledged interest rates had a negative influence on high TN sales. Margins are tight for some of our customers, so lending is an issue. But for some customers, a new machine could make up for interest expenses with other benefits. Much of our business is replacing older equipment that isn’t energy efficient. Older machines stop being a profit producer and then cost you money, not just because of higher energy costs, but the cost of spare parts, too, he said. In this scenario, profitability of a new machine outweighs the cost of higher interest rates. Froring also said Hi-TN has been working with companies that are consolidating locations and need machines with smaller footprints and shorter heights. We're seeing an increase in the sale of compact 2 platen machines and options such as tie bar pullers, Wide platen options are also becoming more common so the customers can put larger molds in smaller machines, he said. We're helping them accommodate big machines in small corners. Supply chain stabilizes. The pandemic-era supply chain issues that plugged OEMs and processors alike are receding. Machinery manufacturers say they've mostly cleared their order backlogs And for some, the crisis even led to operational improvements. Gnoisse said his company has invested heavily in manufacturing capabilities and now is in better position to serve its customers than before the pandemic, while Campbell said Entech has increased its focus on supply chain management. Reykjavik detailed several steps that Conair has undertaken to improve its on-time delivery. First, we launched a year-long continuous improvement effort aimed at expanding our supplier base, and that's helped. Also, we've expanded our internal manufacturing and assembly capabilities where we felt we could deliver product better and faster. Our on-time delivery performance has increased throughout 2023 and is now coming back toward normal levels. End market sustainability trends. How much the automotive sector will grow remains a question mark as production turns to electric vehicles. Money from the Federal Inflation Reduction Act is changing the market as automobile manufacturers shift to electric vehicles, said Bob Martin, noting that Krauss-Maffei is positioning itself to help processors meet those needs. Pineda's forecast for automotive is that we will still see growth next year, but not as strong as this year. As for other end markets, Pineda sees a drop in construction activity. Campbell said "NTEC is noticing a pause in capital purchases in the home building sector. Medical and packaging applications are steady or growing, according to Pineda and some of the OEM representatives. Food and beverage packaging and personal care are getting back to innovating again, and medical packaging and other health care articles are Coming on strong, said O'Leary of blow molder Meredith Springfield. Processors also are looking to make their operations more sustainable. Recycling overall is still a dynamic market, especially for polymers that have been ignored in the past, gunoy said. Companies are looking for cost-efficient technologies, as at the end, recycling has to be able to compete price-wise and performance-wise against virgin material. The plastic industry needs to find sustainable solutions to address the growing pressure it's facing. Charlie Martin and Le- said Leistrich is seeing more interest in bioplastics. And Vanessa Molina, president of Engle North America, said her company is getting requests from molders seeking to diversify their materials and elevate recycled content. However, it's important to note that the demand is relatively lower than in Europe, where stringent mandates contribute to a higher level of interest and implementation. In addition to emphasizing energy savings in its injection molding machine designs, Froring said Tien is working on the efficiency of its own manufacturing processes, making improvements such as installing photovoltaic systems on its plant roofs. Automation and sustainability are at the top of most buyers' lists, and now more than ever, large producers are willing to pay for value-added features in those areas, Campbell said. Automation slows, but is still a factor. Driven by pandemic needs and the labor shortage, robot sales in North America smashed records in 2021 and 2022, That momentum slowed significantly in 2023, according to figures from A3, the Association for Advancing Automation. Fewer respondents to PMM survey plan to buy robots or other automation in 2024, 41% down from 46% in the previous year's survey, but 71% of those investing in automation plan to spend more than last year, and 45% plan to spend more than $100,000. Here again, interest rates and workforce concerns are factors. We're well aware of the ongoing labor issues that the economy is facing, and to implement automa- uh, automation, we also need technically skilled workers that could not only implement it, but keep it running at a rate that's actually going to be efficient, Pineda said. It's a goal that would be nice to accomplish in a short term, but I think that it's more of a medium to a long-term target, he said, noting that the technology doesn't come cheap particularly now with high interest rates. Healy of Sepro agreed that workers need to know how to get the most out of automation. There's no question that automation plays a big role in reducing labor costs and achieving consistency in the manufacture of a product. Any successful automated cell solution must include training so that operators have the necessary skills prior to implementation of the cell. Krauss-Mafi is seeing tremendous growth in automation, Bob Martin said, adding, but it can be daunting if you've never had to use a robot interfaced with a machine before. We're offering automation to companies that never considered it before, and we're cognizant that we have to help them through this learning curve. The company is emphasizing fully automated lights-out systems, created through partnerships with suppliers or vertically integrated solutions for one-stop shopping, he said. TN is also selling more integrated systems in partnership with its sister automation company, Frowring said. An increasing number of our machine sales are now machine cells, the molding machine, and top-entry robot as one package. That's an advantage we have. Operating Absolute TN for machinery an absolute robot for robots. It's easy for us to deliver the cell as one unit, he said. TN is also seeing success with integrating FANUC six-axis robots and COBOTs into cells, Froring said. Molina reported increased interest in turnkey solutions and said Angle has increased capacity at its U.S. Automation Center in response. Repetitive manual tasks, like machine tending, are not the only areas where automation can make processes quicker and more accurate. Increasingly, processors and machinery manufacturers are employing artificial intelligence, Industry 4.0 features, and systems like Enterprise Resource Planning, ERP, and predictive maintenance to improve operations and compensate for the shortage of skilled workers. Conair has experienced very strong growing system sales, which indicates to us that some processors do not have the internal staff and resources it takes to plan and execute new facilities, line expansions, material handling projects, water systems, those types of things. They're looking to us to provide the installation and ensure that new equipment gets up and running properly. Reykjavik said. We're also noting increased interest in equipment monitoring, machine health services, and equipment service agreements, both of which allow processors to focus their staff on production while outsourcing their equipment uptime and maintenance concerns to equipment suppliers like Con Airy said. Steve Beescat, CMO for Delmea Works, predicted more plastics processors of all sizes will adopt smart factory systems in 2024, such as the Manufacturing Execution System, MES, and ERP software his company provides. Advances in artificial intelligence are enabling new levels of automation and data-driven decision-making, he said. At the same time, the ready availability of cloud-based manufacturing solutions, with their scalability and compute power, are helping to level the playing field for small to medium plastics processors. He anticipates AI will help manufacturers capture the knowledge of their in-house experts before they retire and to integrate operations when one company is acquired by another. A big return on investment. Injection Motor Champion Plastics Inc. in Auburn Hills, Michigan has been turning to automation to help manage its growing operation amid the labor shortage. That will continue in 2024 as the company plans to add two or three new manufacturing cells, according to President Jeff uh, Ignatowski. The cells would consist of new presses, three-axis robots, gravimetric blunders, grinders, and automatic box conveyors. The intent is for the new cells to operate lights out when desired, he said. Champion also is purchasing a Keyence optical scanner to inspect parts and will automate application of adhesive tape. This is phase two of the previous automation in which we utilized plasma treating, Ignatowski said. This will continue our strategy of automating the existing mundane assembly projects and reallocating that labor to new value-added projects. Champion isn't the only processor realizing the benefits of automation. At Pinnacle, some secondary applications like part finishing are in Hofbauer's sites for future automation projects to improve quality and consistency as well as insulate against the worker shortage. Labor availability is like a wave, where we're okay for a time and then we're looking again, he said. O'Leary, said Meredith Springfield got even more out of its automation investments than the company expected and is planning to automate more tasks in 2024, including resin storage and conveying, as well as automated inspection, conveying, and bagging of parts. We were looking for payback from labor savings only, but that's turning out to be only part of the equation, he said. Net production, after scrap and waste, is better from the lines where we've automated, and the overall product quality is higher. Getting more out of your investment than you expected, that's the kind of result every processor hopes for when compiling an equipment shopping list. If you found this topic interesting, I hope you'll go to the PMM website and read a related story about how this year's NPE show might affect 2024 equipment sales. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of PMM Insight. Thanks to Associate Editor Marvin Brown for editing this podcast. You can always find our podcasts and the latest information about the worldwide plastics industry on our website, www.plasticsmachinerymanufacturing.com and on social media. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app, please, and tell a friend or colleague who would enjoy the show. This podcast is produced by Plastics Machinery and Manufacturing and Endeavor Business Media Brand.